We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. No, no, that word didn't work. <laughs> okay, we, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. You're good over there, Maliki. My son, obviously, as you've noticed, we have an extra person in the room. We do today. have an extra person in the room today, <laughs> and he's all set up over there. He's got his headphones on, so he can't even hear me anyway. Thank goodness, I, because yeah. <laughs> that means we can swear. Yeah, I know. I was like, crap, I'm not going to be out. Like, this is not safe for work, this podcast, and it's not safe to be recorded in front of a child. But luckily yes. he's got his headphones in. He doesn't even know we're talking about him right now. Oh, wait, hold on. His facial expression oh. is changing. <laughs> yeah. I really hope he can't hear. He watches um, your Snapchat all the time. Not Snapchat, what's it called? Insta, Insta story. story. All the time. And I don't mind so much if... He's watching it away from Liam, but if he watches it in front of Liam, you swear. I know. Like punctuation. Yeah. And <laughs> and he loves it. And I kind of, I don't know, I'm... I'm You're torn. Big, big thing with parenting. I parent very differently to my husband when it comes to swearing. I like to treat kids like they're just human beings with the capacity to understand. None yeah. of my kids swear at all. Mm. Uh, maybe Cheska every now and then. Cheska will if, like, if you ask her to. Yeah. If I say Cheska, what's a well, naughty word? I, well, are know. you seriously asking my child to swear? I've never. No, I've never done that. I, if someone else was to do that, all oh, right. <laughs> um, it's but just yeah, so but cute Lizzie. hearing a swear word come out of a kid's mouth. Like it's for me as an adult who doesn't have children, it is a real novelty to hear a kid swear. It's like when a bird swears, you know, like a parrot. A bird. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a parrot might like you might teach a parrot to say the yeah. f word, and then Give the me parrot a fucking says cracker. it. Brilliant. Yeah. It makes me so happy. So I just, I've only done it it's once. It's really cute unless it's your kid. Yeah, And true. then it's like, oh. Or there is an age where it's like, get away, you little brat. Like, yeah. Mally's definitely of that age now. If he was swearing, it would be really not good. Yeah. But he watches your Insta story and you swear. And if he's around Liam, Liam I get in so much trouble. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to do with my terrible parenting no, when I let him watch it. it's funny because he will say to me every time I see him, you swear too much, Bianca. I know. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's it's just coming from a little feedback. kid. <laughs> it's just some honest feedback. I'm like, I'll take it under my wing, Mel. <laughs> I did try not to swear as much, but it didn't It didn't happen. But your kids, i got to say, are woke, okay? I've never met more woke kids in my <laughs> life. And I'm going to explain to everyone listening what happened on the weekend, I um, had a party. It was a drag race party, so everyone had to come dressed up in drag. Um, and Annie was a fabulous drag mother who did my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law's makeup and did a good job. Yeah, I'd you, say best on ground. Best on ground. <laughs> you smashed it. I did. Um, and my brother-in-law, Ethan, was at Annie's house and comes down the stairs and he's laughing because he's all dressed up as a woman, and he thought it was really funny because he just looked really good and comes down the stairs laughing and Annie's kids are there and he goes, oh, like, how how funny is this? And every one of Annie's kids just looked at him. They just, like, glared at him. Deadpan. Deadpan. Absolutely. <laughs> like, not one laugh. And he was hysterical. <laughs> at, like, thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And then, Malachi looked at him and he said, I don't know what's funny about a man dressed in a a man in a dress. Yeah. He just looked at him really seriously. He's like, I don't know what's so funny about that. And Ethan was like, oh, <laughs> He's like, those are some woke motherfucking kids. <laughs> he was like, 
Uh, did I just get schooled by a seven-year-old? That was embarrassing. I know. Poor guy. So the party went really well. Um, my husband came to my to my house, to our house, to get ready. <laughs> and I used my best makeup on him, which was a real mistake because I sh- shouldn't have used my expensive NARS. Like, always give him the Astralis. I should have made that clear in my head. I don't know why I wasted the good shit on him. <laughs> And I did his makeup and I didn't really give too much of a shit about what he looked like. Like for me, I did a lot of effort, but for him, I was like, you know what, anything will do. And yeah, he looked pretty cooked, but I was like, it'll do. I didn't think he'd know a difference. How would he know how good makeup looks and how bad it looks? I don't know either. I mean, he's married to me. My makeup always looks shit. So I would have assumed (laughs) that he just thought, oh, this is what I'm supposed to look like. And then um, I... I was like, yep, no worries. I'm having a drink outside. I come back inside and he's got no makeup on. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to try and do it myself. He took your makeup. He took my. Your creation off his face. My creation off his face. I was like, I'm going to do it myself. And I was like, well, good bloody luck to you. I was like, here you go. Here's some brushes. Have fun. He did a way better job than I did. I don't Don't know how. Don't you hate that I fucking hate it. Like when How can I? I've been doing my makeup all my life. How did he do a better job? I don't. I don't know. I I'm don't pointing know it down to the fact that he's an artist and he just literally painted his face well, with makeup. True. That's he all. He's an artist. Yeah. So, like, he gets that. But, like, he did everything he would know better how to than contour because it'd just be like shading. Well, he actually did an anti contour. So, instead oh, of doing dark hair, right. he did white. <laughs> he just looked ridiculous. He looked terrifying. But his makeup was a lot better than when I had did it. So, I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Liam and I, when we were first dating, um, I was a dance teacher. And well, I'm sorry. I, you were a dance teacher. I know. I know. You. I've seen you wave your noodle arms around. Um, like, that's right. Like one of those things at the car wash. Like, you know, yeah, those wavy things. That yeah, just... the big blow up balloon man. <laughs> that is you. Flapping in the wind. You... That is me. So you gave a dance class on how to do that. No, I don't. I know you'd be shocked to know, but I used to teach ballet and tap. Oh, I know. My. Lord. I know, I know. It's a hidden talent. <laughs> Very hidden. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't crack out many tap dancing moves and like ballet mm. in the middle of the club. No, nah, you don't. And also, I like to dance ironically. Like, I don't dance like I'm trying to pick up. I mean, I I see those people. Mm. I look around the room and I see them getting down and grabbing their Is it me? Hoochie, whatever. Is it me that you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. I see yeah. you just, like, doing the drops. Yeah. But, no, I like to dance for a laugh. You dance like I no dance, one's watching, literally. I dance like... Yeah, I dare exactly. No, but I kind of like everyone watching because I like to do it for laughs. Oh, you're ironic dancing, I see. Yeah, I'm ironic dancing. I dance like I'm doing, like I'm just at home and I'm, you know, because I dance when I'm cleaning and stuff. That's how mm. I'm at the club. I'm like, I would just be doing this at home regardless. So yeah. there's just people around. There's an audience. Exactly. Mm. Um, And you love yourself at all times, no mm. matter. So you're probably trying to pick up yourself at home. <laughs> anyway, I was a dance teacher and Liam and I were like booked in for a tango class. Crazy. Yeah. Argentinian Argentinian tango That's is what it real was. That's a real romantic thing. Well, it was so fun and you have to get really close and it's a partner dance, Ooh, right? Like and Patrick Swayze, yeah, dirty and you dancing. Literally, mm. You turn your like leg in and you put your foot up right into their crotch and stuff like it's pretty hot and steamy 
But we were definitely the best in the class. Oh, God. And the teacher came over and she <laughs> was like, excuse me, yep, because it was beginners or something, mm. just for fun. <laughs> She's like, to Liam, sorry, have you had dance training? And are you a da-? like? And she pretty much asked me if he was a dance teacher, and the steam that poured out of my ears <laughs> and the fire that I started breathing was so it hurt me so much. I'm like, oh! And then Liam was like, Yeah, I'm so good. She thinks I'm a dance teacher. And you're like, but I actually didn't say am. anything. She he was like, didn't say anything about you, and I was like. That's because she knows it's so obvious. I am obviously that good. She doesn't have to ask me. She didn't have to ask me. She had to ask you. She was like, well, clearly this woman is a professional teacher. I just wanted to know what you're doing dancing with her. Are you a teacher as well? Because how can you get on her level? That's probably what... That's the so context, yeah. Frustrating. <laughs> I don't care. What I'm the tired of them do, outdoing us. Like I don't want that. I don't want Palmer to outdo me and shit. Oh, do you know? Although in saying that, I was so desperate to then like get back at him, and um, like I don't know where my kids get the competitive thing from. <laughs> like <laughs> I challenged him to a 50 meter swimming race, and won. You beat him yes. in a sport. I did. I beat him in a sport. What? And I, f- I really want to shout it to the river. He has tried to re-challenge me about 50 times. Never going to happen. Never no. happening. Don't give him that Don't, chance. Mate, <laughs> like, I've won. I've got the title. You will never know if you're faster than no, me now. Yeah, never give him that option. It's just like, I won and that's it. And you will go down in history as having lost in a sporting challenge mm, to me. Yeah. Amazing. But, and then, yeah. And then you do that awkward thing where, like, when you lose, you sleep on the separate side of the bed that night because you're just so <laughs> angry about the fact of, that it's something so immature yeah. about a swimming race mm. that no one was even watching. <laughs> like, no spectators at all. But it's he, just a marital swimming race. A marital swimming so He and, never would have thought he'd lose, though. He would have thought, I've got this in the bloody bag. Like, he yeah. probably like went slow at first, like, I'll let her think she can win. And then he would have realized, shit, she's fucking going to beat me. And then. No, well, that's he not did. what happened. Oh, you I just saw him Ian Thorpe that shit up. <laughs> like, he was trying so hard. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, my goggles got twisted. I'm like, oh, oh you're so loser. <laughs> so loser. You know those kids at school and just before they even would swim, they'd be like, oh, I've got a bit of a soreness here. Yeah. Just like already. Compensating. Compensating just in case yeah. they lose. Oh, I do And that, then though. if they lose, they get out of the pool and they're limping. Yeah. And they're asking for an ambulance. Like. It's so ridiculous. Just be happy with losing. No, I I do that. I'll compensate. Like sometimes at a party, people will ask me to do a dance or lip sync or something. Oh, do they? Excuse me, <laughs> Bianca. Yes. Would you mind just doing a dance? For I'm the party? actually not joking. That happened to me. I, it, it happened to me. I was at a party once, and my friend was like, "I'm having a party, and I would like it when you come that you do a Beyonce single ladies dance." And I was like, "I've never done that dance before. I don't know." Why me? I'm not a professional dancer. I just like I just really want you to do it. And then weeks go by. We never spoke about it again. So I arrive at the party pretty buzzed. And then she's like, "Oh, you're here! Everyone, put on Beyonce single ladies. We're going to sit down and watch her." And I was like, "Oh, I thought you were actually joking. I'm not prepared for this at all." So I just said, "Look, like disclaimer." I'm only doing this because it's her birthday. Second of all, I don't fucking know the dance. I just like to point that out. So when I suck give it really bad at it, I'll do it. All I can do is like the hands and moving the legs. That's all I know. And I can move my hand like to the side to be like the ring. That's it. 
and I had to sit there and she's loving it and everyone's sitting there watching it like, what the fuck is going on? And that, so yes, it does happen and I will always disclaim just saying, you know what, I've had a few drinks, I might not do this just perfectly so that they know yeah. that's why it's shit because I'm, I'm just doing a little compensation beforehand. Like, yeah, look, I'm going to do it, but it's going to be shit. Oh, my God, that's so funny. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, well, did you, um, you know, you went super angry, though, at Palmer about being better than you. Um, No, because now he can do you my makeup. on the separate sides of the bed. Absolutely thing. not. No, no, no. I was like, even though. Do you though- sleep, like, cradling each other, though? Who do, does anyone actually do that in a I used to, but then we got Benson and ben, I cuddled he Benson. Sleeps he sleeps between us, yeah, so we never get to cuddle. I thought that all, like, in terms of, um, I don't know, heterosexual, you know, normative, whatever, relationships, man, cis man, cis woman, that men are always hotter, aren't they? They are always real hot. Please tell me that's true. They're just... And then women are freezing their tits off. <laughs> Is that right? Because I get really concerned that I'm the only one that's not. Uh, like, no, 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 I'll, no. I'll cuddle Liam, and then he's like, "You're an ice block. Get away from me!" <laughs> and then I can't go near him because he's so boiling hot, yeah. hot mm-hmm. and he sleeps with his fan on. Yeah, which he calls Fanny. You I know that. Yeah, I, I honestly. And he always like, and I, get I live- so mad about it because every single night even in the middle of winter we have this fan fan blow on us it's a it's right in our faces too like right right in our faces and it makes me like get catch a cold yeah and it also you know i'm sure everyone's got dust mites in their house even if you're Mm -hmm. clean but and it stirs that stuff in the air and i get hay fever and i hate it yeah i hate it i hate fanny (laughs) sort of um (laughs) different kind of fanny but Liam, um, Liam gets so defensive about it, and he always cracks on about how. Well, he actually says the line, "I love it when Fanny blows on me." Oh. And this, at this point, I'm so happy that my son has earphones in, <laughs> and I'm whispering now. <laughs> but that's what he says. He's like, "I love it he's when so- Fanny blows on me." <laughs> oh, Liam, that is thinks he's hilarious, but it's not funny. <laughs> I need the fan gone. I actually need someone to write in and tell me well, how I can get rid of it. I, I'm pretty sure that, like, uh, no, there's nothing you can do. There's there's really nothing because he needs the I don't want to sleep in another bed. No, you don't. You want to sleep in the same room, but I yeah. don't want to sleep with a balaclava on. Couldn't you just have a heater on the other side and the two would just balance see each other out? Um, We have done that. And it doesn't work? No, it doesn't mm. work. And I'm double doonated on my side. Fuck, jeez. Okay, you really are cold. Yes. Uh, I know. You've got a problem. He, he always says that cold just like your heart. Oh. He's, he's lovely. He's an awesome man. <laughs> oh, an awesome shit. Man. Anyway, what was your challenge? Okay, so my challenge... I can see it. You can see it. And I'm sure the people that are listening can tell because I'm talking very funnily. But my braces are gone. Ding, 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 ding. So shiny. Um, Yeah, that's that's because I have a retainer on and there's plastic literally over my teeth. And that's why I'm talking really funny. So anyone that is listening, I apologize so much because my voice sounds terrible. But my challenge has been... An 11-month process, and it's called... She's put in the hard yards for this one. <laughs> it's called braces. And it is having braces, dealing with braces, getting off braces. and just Pros and cons. We're talking all things braces. So um, I've got a lot to bloody well say about <laughs> this topic. Because, like, look, getting them on, I didn't think they'd be that bad. 
they're terrible. Like I think that anyone else that's had braces can can understand and anyone that has never had braces will just never know yeah. how annoying they are. Like right, it's just such really. a nightmare, honestly. Um because my teeth weren't really that bad. That's really bad for anyone listening that's contemplating no, getting them. No, I I'll I'll sway you. I'll sway you. It's kind of like a rite of passage, I think. You know, if you want to get those good teeth, you're going to have to go through the shit, really. Like so. labour. Yeah. Or like getting a tattoo. Right. Okay. That's what I would okay, say. Yeah. It's a rite of passage. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, look, my teeth weren't bad. Um, they weren't like crazy, crazy bad. And um, people, were, when I said I wanted to get braces, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why? And the re- there are two reasons why. The first reason, my mum, bless bless her heart. So I had my teeth all my life, right? Had no teacher? Yeah, I did. No, I, I, I did. All my adult life, at least. I didn't have them until I was like 10. But So I did have my front teeth and they came through a little bit crooked. Whatevs. No big deal. And then my mum, I think I was about like 22, started working at a cosmetic dentist mm-hmm. and she just started aggressively pointing out everyone's dental flaws because she worked yes. in the industry and she just thought she could tell you that your teeth are shit. And same goes here. My mum works in the dental industry. Right. So mm-hmm. she can, she'll tell you like oh, yeah. 100%. Annie, your teeth are tiny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mum. But I love your teeth. She's like, you're really good at posing with your mouth to give the illusion that your teeth are bigger than they are. Oh my God. Yeah, I am though. I take it on. <laughs> I've learned that skill. <laughs> what you do is you just keep your bottom lip to the bottom of your teeth so you can't your front, see the bottom your big t- teeth yeah and then so then you can't see the bottom of your top teeth so they look it just looks like your bottom lips cutting them off in yeah. half but really that is the size of your teeth well i used to have one side that was a selfie side because the teeth look straight mm. on one side the other side you could see that it was crooked so that was like really? the only angle i could ever do like my right side was my bad side i hate it when oh. you find you like meet someone or whatever, get a photo and you discover their selfie side. So your your side, you always get the good side. I'm always... That is not true. That is so true. That is not true. That is so true. Every time we go to get in a photo, you're like, this is my good side. Wait, you just get in position and pose (laughs) and everyone just crowds around you. Like, you just find a position around B. That's not how it works at all. I feel like I'm always on my bad side, but I'm like, no, look, it's fine. I'll allow it. Um, oh. But, yeah, so, look, my teeth weren't that bad. And my mum starts telling me, you're, she's like, are you going to fix that? And just points at my mouth. And I was like, what about my mouth? And she's like, oh, crooked front teeth. You could fix that. I was like, oh. Never had a complex about it in my life. And then she just, inception, like planted the seed, like there's something wrong with your teeth. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, But I still persevered. I was like, whatever. I'm not going to get braces, whatever. And then I met Palmer. And he has the most amazing, big, toothy smile. And I'm obsessed with it. That I became really jealous of Mm. his teeth. And I would just stare at his teeth all the time. And I was like, you know what? I want that for myself. So I was like, I'm going to go and get braces. And everyone said, don't do it. You're going to hate your life. They're the worst. It's terrible. They were absolutely correct because it was terrible. Um, But now look at me, right? Absolutely flawless now. It was a long journey, but Jesus. There was this really, you know, as you know yourself, Mm. Miss Confidence. Yeah. um, There's not much at all wrong with you. Ever, like ever, and now you fixed your teeth. Like what? What? Yeah, I know. It's just that there is How no can stopping I even me. Be around you. <laughs> I know. So, 
Look, I um, I also worked in the dental industry. I worked, well, not the dental industry. I worked in the oral surgery industry for about five years. So I definitely would tell people about teeth. Like I've got so much tips on teeth that I could tell people. And the one thing I really want to get across, like this is a PSA to everyone, please use a soft toothbrush. Like that's all I'm asking. Why? Because anything mm-hmm. worse than that, anything harsher than that will just like destroy your gums. And once your gums are gone, you're fucked. So just please ensure you always use a soft toothbrush. Liam presses so hard. That's fine if he presses hard, but just use a soft toothbrush to do it, honestly, because it will destroy your gums. And, like, once your gums are gone, there's nothing you can do. Oh, my God, give me more tips. Um, Well, only floss the teeth you want to keep. Really important that you floss. That's another thing. Really? Yeah. Honestly. Does anyone do it? I know. You? you know what? I think I think primary school, not primary school, I think just like being a kid when I was a kid, it was just like you brush your teeth. Yeah, you don't floss. They never said floss. I thought like when people started flossing, I was like, oh, this is a joke. I'm actually having a little bit of an anxiety thing because no, I don't gotta I floss. hardly floss. You've got to do it. Really? Don't get the, just get the sticks. Anyone that's listening, just get like mm. the, the little picks to sticks and then it's just like a little harp that you just mm. stick in. It takes like two seconds. Trust me, you've got to floss. Really? Yeah, 100%. Why? Um, because... You just br- get, like, fillings in between, decay um, in between. Yeah, so, okay, like, um, brushing your teeth and not flossing is, like, the equivalent of washing your hands after the bathroom but just using water and not using soap. Like, you've got to really clean them. I know that you I don't, don't always wash my hands. <laughs> I know, you bad analogy, bad analogy, but that's the same thing. Like you, it's just yeah, but your hands don't fall off. You're doing like decay away. You're doing like fifty percent of the work is I, what it yeah, is. So you've really got to do that. So anyone that's listening, these are the things that you got to do. But because I worked in orthodontist, um, I worked with a, an an oral, oral surgeon. surgeon. I got a good deal with the orthodontist. So like, we're going to hook you up, girl, which was good because they are freaking expensive. Like orthodontists braces. Very expensive, okay? Mm. I People are telling me, make sure, you know, you wear your retainer once you get them out because your teeth will relapse. Bitch, I did not put down this money for them to go back to normal, okay? Yeah. I am going to wear this retainer like you would not believe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so definitely wear the retainer. Definitely wear the retainer. And I do remember that because my brother didn't really and then he got a big gap in between his front yeah. teeth. Like a big I just don't know why people don't wear the retainer. It's like yeah, one night. Yeah, but I think the thing is so many people – that do get braces are teenagers. And See, teenagers don't even wash their balls. Like, uh, they don't care. Well, I never did, but no, I didn't did have I. any, yeah. So. But do you know what I mean? They <laughs> yeah, don't that's pay the attention. Thing. Like, um, I think the thing is, like, the pros of having them as a teenager is you're in that awkward phase anyway, so you may as well just get it over with. Mm. And all of your mates, like, so many high school kids have braces now, so you're not the only one. Like, mm. I was the only one of my friends, obviously, as an adult that had braces, so that kind of sucks. But... When you're an adult, you're going to look after them for one because you understand the consequences if if you don't look after Mm -hmm. them. You also don't really drink sugary drinks all the time or eat candy all the time like you do when you're a kid. You know? like I, No, I think I eat heaps more sugar now oh, than as a kid. I feel like most teenagers no, because eat you, redskins par- and stuff. Yeah, or maybe teenagers. But I think as a kid, like, your parents have so much more control over your diet. So I don't give my kids anything. But then right. I go out and then I will have, yeah. like, a soft drink or whatever if I'm Okay, out. so as an adult, you I think I would are in charge of your diet. sugar than my kids would. <laughs> yeah. Heaps more, in fact. Okay, well... Some 
okay, forget that point then, what I've just okay. said. All right. So, but but sugar is important is the point. Sugar is like you've got to be careful. I think the thing is that shit about an adult with braces is that drinking wine, you have to like rinse your mouth. After oh, like really? every Why? sip, because it just stains your teeth. Um, because when okay, like I'm sorry, I'm getting really scientific here, but when you drink or eat something, it takes about half an hour for your mouth saliva to rinse your mouth clean. So if you're just constantly drinking wine, your mouth is never cleaning, clearing it out, and so you're there's just a lot of sugar in there from the whatever you've been drinking. So if you're just drinking wine, what you have to do is like after every glass, literally swish around with water just to get all of the acidity out because otherwise it'll erode your teeth. And when you've got braces in, it's just a cooked mess. So yeah, it's there's a lot that goes into so having braces. Yeah, I have nightmares about losing my teeth. Same. Yeah, and it is the worst nightmare. I know. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm sitting here having yeah. it told to me. I know. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm gonna say like I'm I'm saying this. This is all the stuff that you should do. I'm not saying I necessarily did it, but I was pretty good with looking after them because you were really good. Was I? Yes. You have a sugar-free diet and everything. Like, I don't even, I can't even relate to you on that level. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, other than the, yeah, but I did drink a lot of wine and not necessarily rinse out, but I'm just letting the listeners know, make sure you rinse out. Mm. Um, But yeah, I think the thing is that no one tells you as well with braces, fucking painful. Oh my God. Not only the moving of the jaw Mm. and the teeth, but the ulcers, just there's metal in your friggin' mouth. And I just, it's almost like torture to put a child through that, honestly. Mm. I don't know how, like, I never thought that it would be that painful. And it wasn't until I got them, I thought, oh my God, every single person I went to school with that had braces, like, I never understood their struggle. It's so awful. Really? So painful. Oh my God. Just the first day after I had them, my mouth was so full with ulcers. I couldn't even swallow. It was just so painful, honestly. So... Yeah. What do you do for that Bonjella or something? Um, like, yeah, Bonjella or Savicol. Savicol is really good because that will get rid of them or just like rinse with salt water or bicarb soda. These are all things that you can do. But um, yeah, so look, I got the braces and yeah, everyone was like, it's terrible and you're going to hate your life. And I did because I felt really ugly and gross, but I could have you got... Never... And I don't know. I don't like the word ugly anyway, but okay. you were... I didn't feel darling. at my full potential. Okay. okay. <laughs> I didn't feel my full potential. Right. Um, but yeah, so I was offered the invisible. You weren't lacking confidence. <laughs> I know. That was me at my low confidence. Like me with braces was my lowest confidence oh my God. that I've I'm ever so had. I'm so worried. Now. I'm so sorry. I really don't know. Like, I just can't even imagine it I know. Getting, going up a notch. It's, oh, it's going to go up 10 notches, babe. Like, I was down, I was down in the dumps for that past year. Yeah. Oh. That was me feeling pretty shit about myself. So. Do you just watch out now? <laughs> um, but yeah, look, they offered me the Invisalign. And I'm like, okay, in hindsight, probably would have gone with the Invisalign because it's not as painful mm. and you can take it off to eat, which would be great. But I didn't take it because at the time I was smoking and you can't smoke with the Invisalign. So I was like, oh. well, fuck it, just give me the braces. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But at the same time, the good thing about braces is because, you know, when you watch like Project Runway or like The Block, mm. the best part of the show is the reveal. Yeah, not the process. Not the process. You, you like you see it happening and you're like, oh, yeah, I see how this is going to come mm. together. But then you see the reveal and you're like, whoa, and yes. that's what happens with braces. And they do before and after. Yeah, and yeah, the thing is with right. like Invisalign, you see it already. It's too gradual. It's, it's too gradual, whereas I, with braces. And does it take longer too? 
Uh, oh, it depends. Like, not everyone's... Oh, sorry, I'm like, know everything about braces. Not everyone is a candidate for Invisalign. So if you are out there and you're like, oh, well, I want to fix my teeth, just know that you might not be able to get Invisalign because it's only for really minor things. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it can it can be quicker. It can be um, longer. It just depends. And as, if you've got to move your jaw, you need to get braces because they put elastics in there to move your jaw, which I had done. So if I had gone with the Invisalign, the what, result wouldn't have, have been as good. Did you have an overbite or an underbite? Um, so- I had a narrow, a narrow, um, yeah, narrow bite. So they had to move this out. So there's a lot that goes into it, and I have the utmost respect. I honestly don't know how putting pieces of metal on your mouth and moving it around makes them straight, but they are mm. dead straight right now, and I'm just living. They, I'm do literally look great. living. It's so good, and I just like the retainer is kind of annoying, and I'm getting used to that. But I just can't. I can't deal. You're like model material, baby. Well. Yeah. And my straight but small <laughs> teeth feel very inadequate next to your smile now. Oh, I know. Like, no, your teeth are beautiful and they always have been. Are you going to be a smile model? Um, I don't Maybe you could think... be on that big sign to advertise it now. What big sign? You know, I don't know. You know, there's some DB sign, Dental? I don't know. <laughs> Like with the whitening things, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, no. Smile. I mean, I'm not really into whitening, like teeth whitening. I don't know. Just, it's really bad for your teeth, bleaching them. Yeah, look, because it, it opens up, oh my God, see, it opens up the teeth and floods them with bleach. And then your teeth are just too porous to do it. Like, just try and, try and avoid it if you can, is all okay. I'm saying. Like, having really white teeth is just a celebrity thing. You don't need to worry about that. Oh, God, you're so wonderful. I know. I don't know. Like, that's really good to know. What? The, the, like, bleach is so bad. I actually mm. never going to tell you what I did then. With what? Like, just before my wedding, I didn't get my teeth bleached and I got really paranoid and so I literally put bleach on a toothbrush oh and brushed my, my teeth. Oh, my fucking God. You did not. <laughs> I did. And you did and not. Well, just the tiniest bit. And then I was like, oh, that's poison. I better split that out. <laughs> just so I do front teeth. Because I accidentally, like... I want this look yellowish. I'm actually fucking <laughs> speechless right now. Like my jaw is hitting the floor. You put bleach in your mouth. No, it wasn't really in my mouth. It was on the toothbrush. Oh and just my, my lord! Teeth. Okay, and then I spat it No, out. okay. If anyone She's is worried going. about staining on their teeth, I know that you've seen those oh ads of like people putting like charcoal on their mouth. No, if you really just want to do it, oh. a bit of bicarb soda, okay, and just be done with oh. it. Yeah. That's it. You don't need to do anything more. And, like, if anyone out <laughs> there is listening and gets a bit of White King and thinks, oh, a bit of Domestos, <laughs> exactly I'll just do a quick little rinse with bleach, you're insane. I can't I'm, – I'm literally shocked. I, I don't actually care that much at all about my parents, so I don't understand what <laughs> took me over. And I don't know. It was just sitting there because I'd been cleaning the bathroom and I was like, oh, Actually, my teeth are a bit, oh, oh. give it a shot. And, nah, it's disgusting. I hope that Don't your mum is listening and she hears that. No wonder I have dreams about my teeth falling out. I'm not though. surprised. <laughs> like, okay, anyone that is listening, so do not ever right put bleach in your mouth, okay? You think- I don't think I'd have to say that to anyone, <laughs> let alone the person that's in the friggin' room with me. Never put bleach in your mouth. Please don't hurt it me. It says on the bottle, poison, do not eat. I know, that's for the kids. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, it's for the kids. Jeez Louise. Oh, All right, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I just can't be as wonderful as you, you and I have to take extreme measures. Your mum 
works in a dental clinic. How could you not I know? I know. I know because I rebelled yeah, against my mother. Yeah, this was your form of rebellion. It like, is. screw you, mum. I'm going to put bleach in my teeth. Nah, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm gagged. I mean, and it's not my first time either, is it? No, it's as not. You, as as you know, I know. I Yeah, i got a thing with poisonous liquids. <laughs> it, placing them at some point in your body, apparently. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, a handful of people know this story, but yeah, I I shafted turps. I can't. Once. Yeah, but that's that was accidental. Mm-hmm. I was young, naive, <laughs> nineteen year old, moved to the city, decided that my little pad with my friends needed colour, so I thought I'd paint the dining table. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a I normal that. thing. That's great. That's not a problem. The guy at the paint shop gave me terps and said, this is to get the paint off. No worries, mate. <laughs> so I went home, thought I knew what I was doing, didn't, um, painted in my underwear Brilliant. and then got in the shower and I thought it's so much easier, like, because I've got paint on my legs, yeah. arms, everything. Part of me, I'll get in the shower. It'll make sense to have a shower and just use the turps as I have a shower. Yeah. Now I also know that I don't even know if you meant to put turps down the plug hole. I think that's kind of bad for the environment. Yeah, but whatever. And I also, was so you learning. shouldn't be putting turps on your skin at all because your skin yeah, will but, soak it in. Uh, but okay. whatever. No, like, it, it's a learning curve. It is a learning curve. And the other point to be made oh, is sweet, don't no, bring the turps in the shower mm-hmm. in a hot shower because you get high you get don't high you? Mm-hmm. you get really really high <laughs> and then you forget who you are and what you were doing so you're just a woman in a shower naked splashing turps all over a shower yeah a little bit hallucinating mm-hmm. and not knowing everything going on in your life and then you're also the woman that sees paint on your bum cheek cups some terps in your hand, mm. bends over, mm. and then smacks it right up into your sphincter. <laughs> You're also that woman. So just don't put the terps in the shower. Don't Just be careful with liquids. Don't brush your teeth with okay, yeah, bleach. These are just some things that we want to say. Do not put uh, terps or any corrosive liquid um, in your genital area. And uh, don't put bleach in your mouth. Um, yeah. If yeah. anyone out there has been listening you've and, and this is something that you've struggled with, now we can tell you, please don't do that. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean... We're here to serve the public. It's a niche market that we're appealing to right now. (laughs) Not many people find themselves in that position. But if there is someone like me out Mm. there, just maybe don't. Yeah, maybe just don't. That's all. Just skip it. Just give it a skip. Brilliant. So, anyway, what was your challenge this week, please? Um, Yeah, so (laughs) now that's gone shit because fuck now I know what my challenge is like and and, uh, so my challenge was to address my insomnia because it was so bad Mm. but then you know how we always do this thing it you start off with one challenge and you discover something else along the way and your challenge you know transforms into a different thing so insomnia I tried my best I started taking melatonin and um that actually helped it right, helped. Yeah. Um, also, you know, screens down at nine thirty. No um, bright lights. No bright lights. Um, no winding phones. down. Yeah. So phone. Sorry. When I say screens, I mean phone off. Right. A phone is the worst, right? Yeah. The phone. Also, don't put tweets out into the world that are slightly controversial at like nine o'clock, and then think that you're going to be able to put your phone down at nine thirty. You're not going to. Because you might get a bit of anxiety about that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like just don't do silly things like that. Like that I Save always do. Save it for do. the morning. Yeah. Save <laughs> it for the morning. 
so you can talk to the Daily Mail then, yeah, just in case. Just in case. Um, so obvious, they were obvious ones. Um, also, I make the I was making the kids' school lunches at night, so that um, you know if I was having trouble with my sleep, then I could um, you know have everything ready to go in the morning. So you could sleep so in if, and catch up. Well, it's not about sleeping in. It wasn't that at all. It was more that in the morning, you know how you were talking last week about having your time? Mm. I wanted to give myself a reason that I could get up and have my time and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And not have to be running chores, basically. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Running chores and things like that. I, I don't know. I was like- trying so many different things. And and I've had so many people write to me and ask me and about hypnotherapy and all this sort of stuff. And then I discovered... Do you know what the biggest problem for me is? Is the whole, I can't turn my brain off. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you give me a tablet. It doesn't matter if you give me... Um, you lavender. Know, lavender. Chamomile a nice bath. <laughs> chamomile tea. Yeah. And take my phone away from me. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, my brain is caught in my tick, body. Tick, 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 and constantly. it just will not stop. Mm. So I had to think about reasons why my brain can't turn off. Right. Address the problem. Exactly. Yeah. It's obviously that I've got such high anxiety about everything. And uh, lots of, I mean, I, I do stress about the world generally and there's really nothing I can do about mm. everything that's going on in the world or whatever. Um, but I found out that if you write things down, it really helps. If you put your words onto paper, mm-hmm. well. Yeah. If you write it down, not onto paper, like no, type it's... it in, whatever. If you can, if you can take some time to actually address your thoughts rather than have irrational thoughts all night mm. that actually don't really make sense. If you get up, spend an hour, write it down. Wow, that makes such a big yeah. difference. I've actually you feel heard like you've that. addressed it. If you write, if you just, I think someone was saying, if you wake up in the morning and just write for thirty minutes, like doesn't even have to be about anything, just mm. write for 30 minutes, you will clear your mind of all the shit that's in your brain and yep. then you're free for the day. And it just gets everything out. Like, it's you know, when people relief. say, like, after you break up with someone, they're like, just write them a letter, but don't send it. Like, yeah. write it addressed to them, but never send it because you at least just take all of those emotions, put them out there, it's on paper, and then you're done. Yes. Yeah. So I, you know, even um, even if you have to sit up and, you know, Turn your phone on or whatever, and write it in notes. Mm-hmm. You know that little app in your yeah. phone, in iPhone. You know, just write it in notes. Um, I actually just got up and I would like type away on my computer and get myself a, you know, chamomile tea. Yeah, and make it a process and tell myself, you know, I can't be spending all night on this. We're not here to write an essay, but get the main things that you've got in your mind down on into the computer, yeah. whatever, for like an hour. Yeah. And then, so one of the main things that I addressed and it ended up that I could sleep afterwards was the fact that I had some, I I came to the realisation that I had fading friendships, right? Oh, yeah. Faded friendships. Just. So um, I found out that an old friend of mine that I don't really have much contact, well, I don't have any contact really Mm. with anymore, had had a baby and I I hardly even knew she was pregnant. I I knew through a friend that she was pregnant, but she never, like, told me. Um, And then 
she had a baby and it found out through someone else or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. Like it's not her, it's not me, nothing. But it was just like some sadness there that I was like, oh, God, that happens. And where, you know, and you do the where did it go wrong and all that. Yeah. So I wrote it all down. Yes, I saw. And I'm going to read it because since this is my challenge, I Mm. thought, well, I'm going to just like fully address it. Yeah, let's address it. Okay. Let's sit back for an Annie monologue. I know. Oh, my gosh. This is very exciting. I know. Well, it's not that long. It's like a little bit long. But it's about fading friendships. It's pretty long. When I got it, it's able to fit in an Instagram caption. Oh, well, then. uh, It's not. Yeah, true. It's like 500 words. Okay. Okay. Have you ever had a fading? Oh, fuck. Well, it started (laughs) off great, didn't I? Good work, Annie. I'm feeling really lots of pressure. From you. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at you. Okay, okay you right. Read. Okay. Have you ever had a friendship that faded away? Mm-hmm. Me- oh, what? Right. Am I this not- is not a church. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. Yeah, amen. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a friendship you thought would last forever. Oh, this is kind of sad to read. It out is sad, yeah. Mm. This is not going to happen to us, baby. Yeah. No. No, no. I thought the post was about me. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I only see you every single freaking day. We we actually spend so much time together that we forget what we've said on the podcast. I know. I'm like, have we talked about that? We need to start spending less time together so that it's fresh. It's fresh. (laughs) So we have actual things to say to each other. Okay. But the last time you caught up and said goodbye, you didn't realize that that goodbye was a literal goodbye forever. You parted ways text each other then time passed before you knew it it was weeks since your last chat and the promises of catching up never happened mm. you can relate i can relate it happens to everyone mm-hmm. initially you feel guilty that you haven't seen them anxious mm, see sleep can't sleep that they may think they've done something wrong yeah but they haven't done anything wrong mm. then more time passed and all the things you once enjoyed together or had in common are no longer there oh and the things that happen in their life and um, things happen in their life and you find out their news much later, if at all. See? Mm-hmm. Other, um, your other friends stop asking you about them. Your new friends don't know about them. Ooh, that hits really close Isn't to it home. Awful? That's crazy. Yeah. And your kids start to forget them. Oh, no more. But then more time passes. They do things without you and you don't feel jealous that they weren't invited or that they're, that you're missing out. Mm-hmm. The anxiety and guilt that you had that you weren't putting enough into the friendship subsides as you realise they aren't reaching out either. You aren't assigning blame to where it went wrong, but accepting neither is to blame for taking different paths. There's no formal breakup, no fight, no anger. Life has just gone too fast and before you know it, you're both living without each other. And that feels weird because you still hold a fondness for them and you're grateful for what you had and what they did for you and you still take joy in their success and happiness. You dedicated whole chapters of your life to them. They might re-enter your life story in later chapters to come but currently the new chapters don't have them in it and it seems they're not going to make it to the end of your story. However, they played a part in how your story unfolded, so for that I believe we should be grateful. They say true friendships are timeless, but those types of friendships are rare. 
The reality is that many friendships dwindle, yet not not everything has to end with bitterness and dislike or scars and hurt. Just because the light that shone bright on your friendship has dimmed doesn't mean the love and respect for each other has extinguished. And I slept so fucking well and that night. And the Pulitzer Prize goes to... Oh, you're to... a fucking... Oh, my God, I'm saying it was good. You're such a sarcastic little That was bag. not me being sarcastic. I'm it's so just that, That's just the way that I talk. You... That's just the way. No, it was it's, beautiful. Oh, you get your braces off and you're all smart oh, mouth. No, off. Hey? no oh. and that was so beautiful, Annie. And no, I so it, agree with it. I super, super agree because yeah. that shit happens and you'll make these plans. You keep making plans. Like, let's catch up. Let's, yeah. Why? You've, we've all got to stop over. making plans that aren't going to be planned. When because you know you get, <laughs> it's not going to happen, don't commit to exactly. it. Exactly. And the anxiety that then perpetuates traits from that is like mm. just ridiculous you stay up and you overthink and you're like oh my god I'm the worst friend but you're not you made unrealistic plans and we've got to stop making yeah. unrealistic plans and I think as well like there is just this thing where you do just drift mm. and it's hard with friendships because you're right you don't have a breakup like with a relationship no. there's a breakup and it's a definite like goodbye but exactly. with friendships it's just it, shit happens sometimes like you'll have a fight or whatever, or they'll piss you off, and there is a clear-cut reason why where and why out. it yeah. ended. But for so many, it's just, you know, this friend that I was talking about, um, she doesn't live near me. She lives in the country, mm. and I don't. And she has um, her own business, so couldn't come up to Melbourne, and I don't drive, can't go back to yeah. her. Just like lost contact. Yeah. That's all it is. People move, it's, you know? You like, know, it can be so many different reasons. Um, they might get a shit away. boyfriend. And you yeah. just don't want to hang out with the boyfriend, so you're like, adios, yeah. muchachos. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, that, yeah. And that can be one. Mm. Sometimes, though, they, those um, type of friendships end in a fight because you might say something. Yeah. But, like, sometimes you don't even realise the friendship has gone until something happens, like they have a or, baby. Oh, my God. Like, it's so crazy when someone has a baby. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I didn't know that they were pregnant. I didn't even know that they were, like, yeah. apparently they're married. Like, And I have yeah. no idea. And I'm just sitting there in the dark. And I think, oh, shit. But, oh, well, what are you going to do? I, I mean, know. And that's it. And the thing is, I think, um, I don't know how to explain it. Okay, you know, with emails and if you aren't, you know, able to respond back to an email straight away. You have that out of office reply. Out of office reply. I'm an executive assistant. Okay. I know very well about out well, of office replies. I've got that on at the moment, and that's really changed everything. Because if people write to me, I'm like, "Hi, I'm now self managed. Um, I'm taking a little bit of time to get back to everyone," mm. and the anxiety reduces from it because you're letting people, you're communicating with people straight away, and you're letting, you know your thoughts and everything out into the world straight away. I don't know how so to explain it. So you don't it. feel the, the urgency exactly. to get back to someone straight away because you're like, well, they know that I'm busy. Yeah. I've, I have responded yeah. and they, I've told them if it's really urgent, call me or something. Yeah, exactly. And with this writing challenge, you don't have to put it on the internet. But I did, right? And it was and so how was nice. That? How was that though? Did a lot of people think that it was some sort of uh, dig at them? Oh yeah, like we'll a vague. That in a second. You know, those no, and things. the thing is, I put it out into the world, 
and I just kind of I didn't really have anyone in mind maybe just this one person that did have her baby but no one particularly I even thought about my mum my mum lived in a really small country town and she lost contact with a lot of people and um, I remember the day that she found out one of her friends had cancer and she hadn't talked to this person for like 10 years Mm. and it was so sad and I felt so I don't know it was it was full on. But anyway, I put this message out there. I did put it on the internet and it was so nice to see, well, number one, that so many people also I experience it same. all the time. It so again, a lot. reduces my anxiety mm-hmm. so I can sleep. But two, it's like, hey, I, I, the, you know, I still really respect you. I love that you've got your life and, yeah. you know, and because there isn't that formal goodbye, yeah. there was nothing... I didn't, you know, you feel a bit lost and in limbo sometimes. But it is yes, limbo. I think, there yeah. was I think the problem. Thing, with- yeah, you see them doing them and you're like, all good for you. Yeah. I'm doing me. No hate. I just can't see you. It, yes. it, it, the time is gone. Nothing. No, no, no beef. Love you. No beef. But there's just nothing here. Yeah. And you check. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even mean a drastic change in personality. It just sometimes means. Um, a change in, change in taste yeah, even or exactly. anything. Like, 100%. Um, but, yeah, no, the only c- concerning part was that quite <laughs> a lot of my friends wrote to me and they're like, babe, your kids haven't <laughs> forgotten me, have they? Or I haven't heard from you for a week. Are we fading? And I was like, fucking hell, are they serious? <laughs> are you joking? Like, you know those vague Facebook posts that people put up. I'm not like that. No, but that is the shittest thing. When I someone's like when someone hate says like Facebook posts. like one of my friends on Facebook, I had I had to delete her. Like she's a relative of mine and I had to delete her because I was like, bitch, I can't deal with your posts. She'd just yeah. say like, I'm tired of you doing this to me all the time, like broken heart. And, and all they, these people underneath, what's wrong? What's wrong, Denise? Uh, Tell yeah. me. <laughs> and then they're like, and, but the thing is they don't respond for like three hours Yeah, as they well. Build they up just leave suspense. it, leave it, leave it. And then it's like, are you okay? I'm really yeah. freaking out. I'm going to come around to your house in a minute. And then she's like, oh, but then it's nothing. like, oh, the person at Starbucks just got my order wrong. Can't yeah. believe they did it to me again. Do you know my also hated one? <laughs> Sorry. Broken so heart. Like, broken heart. Like, my, my, my other one is when people check into a hospital they're like here again check into hospital oh my god are you okay are you all right are you okay but they don't let you know what's happening no so they just check into the hospital all right if they're not going to let you know but check in something vague here we are again twice in one week oh and then just are you all right is everything okay oh my god and then people start thinking about sending flowers and then they just write tonsillitis oh brilliant yeah Fuck off. Actually, just here to pick up my x-rays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't deal with the, the vague posts. Or, um, or really when someone does post something and and they make it, they literally direct it to someone and don't I, say who it is. And then everyone, you can see them sussing like, is that But there me? is a tiny little part, like we obviously don't do it, but there is a tiny little part of me that really enjoys watching Instagram Wars. Like, oh, I've never seen an Instagram No, war. not wars, but you know, like when two people are fighting and oh. they try and inspirational quote each other Ooh, off. Oh, yeah. You know when they do that, they're like, 
um, people don't lay with don't if you lay with um, dogs then expect to get fleas or whatever <laughs> you know and then the other one's like rise up above all of the nonsense and oh my like god you can't expect to please everybody like those people aren't your people people you know? like, oh my god if you can't hand me at my worst you don't expect no. me at my deserve me at my best. best that is the worst one anyone I, I can't deal with that one it's the worst one it's so funny. But yeah, I I love it. And then you look on each other's, <laughs> like if you see one put one up and you're like, oh, well, that's clearly directed at the other one. <laughs> so you go over and then it's like, yep, responded after 30 minutes because yeah. they still must have notifications or something uh, turned on for the other my, one. <laughs> yeah, my favourite one, this girl, she always used to be on my Facebook and she would always write the most vaguest things. I think it was always about, I assume her like, her words, not mine, dog act friends or her <laughs> dog act girlfriend. But one was like, um, I say it all the time. It was like, um, you know, you like you might be you used to be a really good friend to me, but good friend stabbed from the front. So I don't know what that means, but I think she stabbed this person I got stabbed in the back. So if you're a good friend, you'd stab me in Do the you- front. In a way, I don't stab me at all. Don't stab. Don't stab. And also, if you are going to stab me, maybe do stab from the back so I don't know it's coming. Yeah. I can just die without even realizing it was coming. And I I don't don't know it was you. I don't know that you were the Judas that stabbed me. If it's from the back, at least I'm like, oh, you know what? Could have been anyone. And I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. But if you're a really good friend, you wouldn't stab me. A good friend stabbed from the front. No, my whole thing is about fear. I fear fear. I don't know. That must must have a. Phobia thing name fearophobia. No, is it like just, no? I'm fear of. I have a fear yeah, it's of fear. Fear-ophobia. I have a fear of my children feeling fear and my family and my friends feeling fear. So the thought of being stabbed from the front is so much worse for me because of the feeling of fear that comes <laughs> yeah. before it. Whereas if you get stabbed in the back, you wouldn't really know about it. Just let's not stab. Put I'd- the knives fucking down. <laughs> Put them back in the kitchen. Where they belong. But yeah, my, my best friend will always message me and just say like, just randomly just say, good friends stab from the front. I'm like, you're absolutely right. They do. Good friends really stab from the front. It's just the strangest thing to say. Good friends don't stab you. Yeah, actually really good friends. Like your best friends oh, don't stab. It has to take a really good bad friend. Friends, to- bad friends stab from the back. Good friends, the front, and best friends don't stab. That's what about? No, that doesn't make sense because you're not a good friend if you're stabbing someone. No, it's terrible friends. <laughs> Enemy back. at the back. Enemy. Enemy at the front. Terrible, terrible friend. At Any the front. other normal person or bystander or friend or anyone above enemy doesn't stab at all. Is that a better analogy? I, do you know what? It's not even about <laughs> that. It's human beings. Doesn't even have to be friends. Decent human beings don't stab. <laughs> I'm getting pissed <laughs> off now. What is that analogy? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. God, Brilliant. shit, we have so a good. great detour. So look, I think it's great. I think that you are sleeping. I know that you're sleeping. I know, I'm sleeping so much better. I mean, I did have one night that I stayed up till three. Oh. That hurt. But no, it didn't hurt. It actually was fine. Because you'd slept so much I before. I think that I'm accumulating sleep. Yeah. And I don't even know mm, what to do it, with it myself. Doesn't, it doesn't work that way, just so you know. But um, yeah, you've got to go to sleep it at the same time. It feels like it does to me, though. Because I don't like... I don't do day naps or any of that sort of stuff. So if I'm, I've been running off a very empty tank for years and years and years and years, if I just get a normal person's sleep, I feel like mm. I am... Tanks full. More than. Fill I've also up. got petrol in the boot. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm feeling so good. She's got good. a jerry can of sleep. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck off. So I'm feeling great. And... Big part of it 
was writing down everything. Everything. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, maybe people can do diaries and all that. It's, it's not necessarily, it's like I'm saying verbalizing, but it's verbalizing your thoughts because there's a lot going mm-hmm. on up here and you can think it all you want, but the second that it's put down on paper yep. or even if you just record it into a dictaphone or in, like you don't yes. even have to be writing it, but actually just... Um, what's the word? Like defining what you're thinking is to step clarity. So clarity. When you're lying in bed, you're irrational. You're half. You're sort of half asleep, mm, right? So mm-hmm. you you're not making sense. And the nighttime comes, and I think there's like this werewolf thing that happens, and you do get more paranoid, and you do all of the bad stuff that you sort of have inside comes and bubbles to the surface. You're yeah. a shit person, and you're a really <laughs> bad friend, and you're not going to get sleep. Look at the clock ticking, and you're your not asleep. You're, you're the worst. <laughs> you've had tiny teeth. And, and you just can't fucking sleep. So you've just got to get up. You've yeah. got to write it down. Makes sense. Turn a light on yeah. and go for it. Brilliant. Great uh, advice. Thank you. We I'm better go because my son's getting antsy. He Maliki, looks really cute. You're He's doing such, a, such a good job. Do you want to come over here and sign out for us? Yeah, can you say, say goodbye? Say thanks for listening. Say thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.